It's time to talk rugby league now on the Radio Tab Breakfast Show. Jason Demetrio, who's a great friend of the show, is currently on holiday in London. He joins us there now. Jason, good morning. Morning, Paul. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, mate. We often wonder, what does an NRL head coach do on holidays? But it looks as though you've answered that. You've gone to watch some football. Yeah, we uh, went up to Scotland on the weekend. I, I arrived on the Saturday and straight up into Edinburgh and went and watched Scotland play the All Blacks. Uh, which is amazing atmosphere, and spent the day with their mind tech coach the next day, and down in London uh, today and tomorrow for a leaders summit, and um, then I'll be going to a Super League club Friday, and then the World Cup on Saturday. Yeah, so it's um, working holiday, shall we say? But yeah, enjoying the experience. Uh, it's it's amazing now, Jason, how we, we we hear about so many coaches, Aussie coaches overseas, sharing information with other ones. Ange Postecoglou and a. Uh, um, Alistair Clarkson have spent some time together, and here you are, basically, I suppose, what, on a fact-finding mission. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, sometimes when you're getting your head ready for for the next season and you've got some ideas, it's good to uh, sit down and collaborate with a few coaches from different sports and see how they do things and how they approach what they do. And, um, yeah, it's always about, you know, taking some things from there and seeing how you can implement them at your own club. But, yeah, everybody's been quite open and, um, we've been at a leaders summit today. We've got leaders from all sorts of sports from all over the world together in London here for two days, and that's been a, a great experience. Now you've uh, you spent a lot of time over in the old uh, back in the early two thousands, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I spent thirteen years here. So yeah, from you know, two thousand to two thousand and twelve. Um, yeah, I, I loved every minute of it. I'm looking forward to catching up with a few of the blokes that we played with at the back end of the week and, and spending a day at the training with my. Old Club Wakefield, uh, yeah, a lot of great memories over here, a lot of good friends, good people we met, and my daughters were all born over here, so yeah, holds a place close to my heart. Well, back in 2001, you were actually named Overseas Player of the Year. Yeah, in um, the championship, it's called now, it was called Northern Ford Premiership in them days, and that's what earned me an opportunity to get a Super League contract, and yeah, spent the next nine years in Super League after that, so yeah, it's a crazy journey, and um, yeah, I owe a lot to the English game. Just, uh, I was looking at uh, you. Think, thinking about you going over there, you'd be looking at your your South Sydney players that are taking part in the World Cup, and obviously we think straight away of the Aussies, and we go to Latrell and Cameron Murray and Campbell Graham, who's there with the squad. But in total, South Sydney had seventeen players at the World Cup representing, well, I think, about six or all seven countries. Yeah, it's uh, you know great recognition for the boys that have been in the squad this year, and. Uh, and our part-time squad as well, some emerging players in Jackson Rami, who, who uh, played his first international for Lebanon and uh, did a good job. He'll come in and do pre-season with us this year. But, yeah, it's been um, yeah, it's exciting. I knew, I knew how much the boys were looking forward to at the back end of the year, and uh, they all represented themselves and, and the club really well. So trials officially start February 10, so it's not too far away, Jason. Off-season and pre-season, it's going to be something incredibly different because... The, the guys playing for Australia, I'm assuming they won't have any more football once the World Cup final's done till January. Is that right? Yeah, no, they won't be back till um, first week of January. They'll get their, their time off uh, for that point. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's not too dissimilar to making the grand final. You only get a week or two if you're lucky uh, when you return once you make a grand final. And, you know, we only finished a week earlier. So the, the real plus for us is we're, we're a pretty settled squad. And uh, off the back of what we did, in the second half of the year this year, it, it sets us up well for a, a good January, February and leads us into a positive 23. We, we've spoken to you 
a fair bit about Latrell Mitchell over the last couple of seasons. Seeing some of the uh, the packages outside of football over there, it seems as though he's having a ball. And he said he was a little bit reluctant to go to the World Cup at first because he was worried he would get homesick. And he was a little bit at first, but he's really loved the squad life and being over there amongst the, all the other kangaroos. Yeah, he has. Um, you know, Latrell loves his home comforts and, you know, often probably scares himself about being away for such a length of time. And I know being away from his daughters is probably the biggest thing, but, um, yeah, the, I know the lads in the Aussie team have looked after him and he's, he's really enjoying the experience. And I think his time in America opened his eyes a little bit to what's out there in the world. And I know Brielle's partner's over here now and uh, he's really looking forward to the final this weekend. And, you know, hopefully I'll get to catch up with those guys in Manchester, but... If not, they've got a job to do, and I'm sure they'll be excited to do it this weekend. Now, yeah, you're at the Leaders' Summit. Who who was some of the presenters there? Um, there was, yeah, there was quite a few. We had um, Dina Asher-Smith, who's an uh, Olympian um, sprinter. She she spoke, and you know, a few other uh, experienced speakers ahead of the um, Premier League development who spoke about elite pathways, which was really interesting to see what they've done over the last 10 years, which is, position themselves to have as, as many top-level players playing in the Premier League that's going to give them the best chance they have in the World Cup this year. So that was you know, quite interesting. It, it was more the networking as well that you get to do. I sat with a guy called Dan McFarlane, who's the Ulster Rugby Union coach. He's had an ex- exciting journey in coaching uh, and playing through the Rugby Union ranks. And yeah, sat with him for a good hour and a half and spoke about philosophies and things that we do and how, how aligned we are and how we think. So yeah, it's you know, that, that, they're kind of relationships that you'll, you'll hang on to and keep in touch with in the future. And uh, the Rabbitohs known now uh, with being associated with Russell Crowe. Is that a bit of a foot in the door for you with some of these overseas people? Yeah, uh, I suppose that, it's interesting because a lot of them are coming from athletic backgrounds and over here you, you think the NRL is a huge beast back home. When you get overseas, it's, you know, not everybody knows about it or, or hears about it. So, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, it's been good to bump into some some people from Super League. Uh, there's Sean O'Loughlin, who had a great career in Super League, played a lot of footy for Great Britain, is in coaching now, and Chris Radlinski as well as a GB international, England national there here, and uh, Trent Robinson was here to, uh, as well today, so it was um, good to see familiar faces. And Jason, have you got a prediction for the final Sunday morning Australian time? Australia by how many? Do you think? Yeah, I do. I, you know, I just. I said at the start, I thought the only team that could beat them in a final would be England if they can get there with the home nation support. But uh, you can't discredit what Samara have done. They've been outstanding and to turn around their, their first game, which I thought they would um, play better. But to get that result was huge. And if they can stay in the fight, they're a chance. But yeah, I can't, I can't see them getting within 20, to be honest. I think if Australia play their best, and I don't think they have yet, I think they're gearing up for a big performance this weekend. When do you officially start back? I suppose you're never away, but when do uh, the initial squad start back there for pre-season training? Well, we've had a group of our boys been back for... Uh, they're in their second week now. Um, they're the young guys that are, that are coming into, into the first-grade system and a couple of guys who haven't had more than three pre-seasons have started back. But our, our first group of NRL players will start back on the, the 28th of November and we'll get a good three weeks in before Christmas. Good on you, Jason. Always a pleasure to have a chat to you. Uh, it's hardly a holiday. Seems as like you're doing an awful lot of work. Enjoy your time there. Enjoy catching up with uh, uh, with a lot of ex-teammates or former teammates, I should say. And we'll chat again when you get back for the pre-season. Sounds good. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it, mate. Thanks, Jason. There he is, Jason Demetrio, joining us from London.